Hello, and welcome to Just Figure It Out, a podcast to inspire and encourage our listeners to pursue their goals. This will be done by sharing stories and experiences from guests about how they made definite goals, how they failed and succeeded, but never gave up. In essence, how they just figured it out. My name is Jen McAllister, the host, also the owner of Rice CPA and Accountants. And today we're privileged to be able to listen to Becky Kemp. And I'd like to turn the time over to her to allow her to tell us a little bit more about herself before we just jump into conversation. Oh, thanks for having me. It's so exciting to do these conversations and meet amazing people like you. I love what your podcast is all about, figuring things out. I am a transformation life coach, speaker, and I just recently wrote a book called The Word Effects, Seven Simple Words to Create Your Most Beautiful Life. Totally a believer in the power of thought. The things you think about first are what you create. So excited to share with yeah, you. Yeah, I'd love share. to, the, yeah, I, I'm going to be really thrilled to dig into that. And I'm a big believer in that as well. Um, tell us a little bit about, about you, you know, what, what what's your background? Yeah, so spent most of my life since I got married, I've been married almost 27 years as a full-time mom, but I found myself on many occasions saying something, and maybe your listeners will relate to this. This is not the plan. Life has not gone exactly as planned. I've had ups and downs and everything in between, but got to spend a bulk of my time being a full-time mom. But since I was a little girl, I had always wanted to write a book and I'd always wanted to be on a stage speaking. But I never pursued those things because I have a lot of fear, doubt, and insecurity in myself thinking I can't do it because I look at someone that's already doing it and I kind of judge myself of where I'm at. So about 10 years ago, even though everything looked rosy on the outside, I felt really stuck in my story. I felt unfulfilled. And what I've come to learn is this because I wasn't creating the life that I was supposed to, that I was sent here to do. I was pushing down my dreams and desires and just trying to like do status quo. And that was the beginning of my journey with finding the power of words. I'm a prayerful person and got a relationship with God whether you believe in God or the universe or whatever, there was a time that I was praying and I asked my higher power God, I said, I just feel stuck. And a simple statement came to me, change your words and you can change your story. And that began my progression to actually starting to create the things that I want. So I'm still a mom, still, I'm actually a grandma now of two little grandkids. I've got five children, two wow. of them are married. I have a lot of amazing things in my life, but what's the best part is I'm actually speaking and I just wrote my first book. The things that I'd always wanted to do since I was a nine-year-old girl that I kind of pushed to the side. So the only way I've done that is by becoming aware of my words. Well, that's that's very inspiring. So tell me, how did you get, I mean, you didn't just jump from, I'd like to speak on stage to speaking on stage. What I love is that you decided what you wanted to do and then you figured it out. So tell us about that figuring it out part. Well, let me tell you in my book that just came out, I offer seven words. These seven power words are what anybody can use to moving their story forward, to becoming aware to where they're at and moving it forward. So the first word in my book is exactly how I started to figure it out. It's the word acknowledge. I began to acknowledge my dreams and desires. I began to say them out loud. I'll never forget when I told someone, I want to be a speaker. 
I mean, to say that out loud is one thing because most of us think things and then as soon as we think it, our brain kicks in and tells us all the reasons we can't. But by acknowledging out to the world, even if it's just a conversation, you know, it wasn't like I stood on a soapbox, the, the universe started to align for me. I began to acknowledge that I wanted to write a book. And, you know, it wasn't very long after I started acknowledging my dreams and desires. I was doing a little event where I was on a panel and I was pushing some furniture in between the events. And I'm next to a lady and she says, what do you do? And I said, well, this is what I want to do. And that was like another time when I just acknowledged what I wanted to do. And she looked at me and she goes, well, I work for so-and-so and she is a media personality she just launched the class of how to become a speaker, writer, and media personality. Would you want to meet her? I mean, it was the perfect thing. When you begin to acknowledge things, the universe just opens up. And like, I didn't have to go looking. Next thing I know, I'm meeting a lady that has exactly what I need that helped me get started. So I think that goes with what you talk about of figuring it out. You first have to acknowledge your dreams and desires or what you want and then you take one step and then you take the next step and we have to learn how to break things down and that's what i love about the power of words is it's one step at a time one word at a time i love all of it and especially you know acknowledging it because if you didn't say that out loud she wouldn't have known to connect you and i think we often feel like we're going to be judged. We, we worry too much about what people think. So we don't say it because we don't want someone to roll their eyes and no one's going to roll their eyes. But, and I can say that about myself too. When I told people that I was going to do a podcast, I'll admit that I was just like, kind of like sheepish and like, oh, you know, but I've quickly learned from, from this mistake. And and I need to be able to say like, I am a podcaster. I do host a, a podcast. It's not, I mean, it's the way that you present yourself as well. You've got to believe in yourself and you can't, you know, come across as acknowledged. Well, let me just say this. Okay. You want to acknowledge things, yet just like what you said, most of us are so fearful of what other people will think of our dreams that we stop living our dreams. So that was exactly me. I never growing up, I went to college. I never took an English class for writing. I never took a communications class, even though when I was a little girl, I wanted to be a broadcast journalist. I mean, I would watch those people, those women, news anchors, and I thought, I want to do that. But then I never said it out loud because I was fearful of what people would think. Who does Becky think she is doing that? Well, guess what? It's not their dream. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be someone else's dream. They might think that. Someone else might think I would never want to write a book, but you know, every time I go speaking, I always, when I share the story, every single time someone comes up to me and they say, I want to write a book too. And they tell me their secret. Everybody has dreams and desires and it's just learning to acknowledge them. So that's the start of figuring things out is to start acknowledging, have fun with them, play around with them, but you have to learn how to acknowledge first before anything else will happen. Yeah. And I'll say it again. You don't do it for other people. You need to be able to do it for yourself and not worry about what other people think, because that's not sure. the point. Yes. So fantastic. And What's the next? Practice. That takes practice. It does. Easier said than done. Yes, it is. So continue on. What are the next steps? Well, the next step I would say is my second power word, and that has to do with asking learning to ask different questions. And this is where I think we align very closely. 
Instead of asking why, we want to learn to ask, how do I do things? When we ask, why is this happening or why is that happening? If we just focus on all the things that aren't going well in our lives and focus there and ask the why questions, our brain is actually wired to then show us other things that aren't going right. It's called the reticular activating system and all of our brains have it. And when we focus in on something, our brain goes, oh, this is important to them. So I'm gonna find other things. So for example, let's say you want to buy a new red forerunner and that's been your dream car and you finally decide it's time. When you acknowledge that, guess what your brain starts to see? All of the red a lot forerunners. More red forerunners. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that all of a sudden they're making more of those, but because your brain, your mind is attuned to that, it says, oh, this is important. This is important to her. So I'm going to show her more of them. Well, it's the same thing with the way we talk to ourselves and the questions we ask. So we want to become curious by asking better questions. When we ask how questions, how do I start a podcast? You had to ask yourself that question and then you got the first step. And then what's the next step to the podcast? And then you got that, right? You couldn't take everything on at once, but little by slow, you've started and you're moving forward and you gain confidence as you become more capable. So asking questions of how, and that has to do with figuring things out, right? Anyone that's become great at something, they had to start where everyone else started. They didn't just wake up one day, but somehow we look at people and we only see the end and we think I can never get there instead of taking the little steps along the way and having fun as we go through it. I love that. And I, and not only, I mean, breaking it down into little steps is so key because otherwise we're looking at this big, huge, whatever it is, and just think that's too much. That's too big. I can't do that. But breaking it down into little steps. I mean, my first step was ordering the the microphone and, and the, the equipment. And then when it came, the next step, it was put it together. Like this is way before that I'm ever, uh, you know, doing a podcast. So, and yeah, just consistency. You've got to do a little bit each day, even if it's a little bit, just forward progression. When I started writing my book, the best advice my mentor gave me, she taught me a lot of things, but the very best advice was set aside a little time every day to write. And what you had to learn to do, and this is what I coach and help people do themselves, is how to do time management and block these things on their schedule. Because when it's time to do it, you're not going to want to do it. So you put it on your calendar, and then you learn how to honor commitments to yourself. You know, if I have some a commitment to another person, I'd really never stand them up. Mm -hmm. But it's easy to stand ourselves up because we get into some discomfort and they're like, I don't know how to do this. So we learn how to acknowledge and then ask those questions, keeping us moving forward. People ask me all the time, how did you write the book? 15 minutes at a time. It really was 15 minutes at a time. And over time, those consistent efforts added up. It took me longer than I thought. It might've been harder than I thought, but I figured it out by taking those little steps consistently. And I think that it's really, when you come to one roadblock, then you just keep thinking, what, what else could I do? How could I get past this? And I'm going to share a kind of a silly example, but it, it really demonstrates a mindset. So Justin Timberlake tickets went on sale a couple of days ago and to get, and my daughters love him so much. And in order to get pre-sale, you have to have a city credit card. 
and I didn't, but I knew they would sell out. So I thought, okay, well, how am I going to get these tickets early? So I applied for the city card. So I got, and in today's world, it's so quick and easy. And I was, I had the card um, approved within like 30 seconds from hitting submit. And then it said, do you want to have your temporary card number? And absolutely, because part of getting the pre-sale is simply having the first six digits of the city card. So you don't have to use your own card, but you know, having those first six digits. So it disappeared. It never popped up. My number never did. So I reached out and I, um, you know, talked to customer service and they were like, no, sorry, can't give it to you. You have to wait for your card to come in two weeks, some back and forth and back and forth, really frustrating to be honest. And they would not give me my card number. So I could have just given up and said, well, I guess we might not get great seats or we might not get tickets at all. Like I did what I could, but it didn't end there. I'm like, okay, what else can I do? And then my mind started going, who has a city card? So I, I texted about four or five different people and just said, do you have a city card? And somebody did. And I said, would you share your first six digits with me? And cause I'm not asking for the whole credit card. And he did. And you know what? We got our tickets. See, perfect <laughs> example. Thank you for validating this, right? It's because when things hit roadblocks or they don't go as planned, that doesn't mean that the answer is no. It's just you have to keep moving forward. And you did feel some frustration. You could have quit, but the determination to get those tickets kept you moving forward. And then you, your brain figured out another solution. Hey, if I can't get my own number, maybe someone else does. And someone had that. Again, as soon as you yeah. begin to acknowledge and ask better questions, things happen. We yeah. have to be patient with ourselves at times. And it doesn't always happen how we think it should happen. You wanted Citibank to give you your card number right then and make it easy. Doesn't always happen that way, but hopefully you've learned some good lessons through it. And look, got a great story to share. Yeah. And, and a couple more thoughts is again, it, it's it life-changing. No, this not, it's not life-changing. I don't know. Maybe it will be, we'll see in May if it's life-changing. <laughs> <laughs> it will be for your girls. Yeah. But it's, um, it's the mentality. And, and if you can take that to simple situations in life and you can apply it to everything and bigger things, it's really that thought process is okay, this didn't work, but how can I figure it out? And the other thing I want to mention is your why behind anything, it has to be enough to push you forward. And, you know, of course we're talking about big things, but back to the, the tickets, my why was I want to have this experience with my daughters. And so I wasn't willing to give up on it because my why was the experience and the memories with my daughters. So yeah, you always have to ask yourself. Our, our big goal has to have a big why, mm -hmm. but the steps to accomplish it have to be the how. Because if you sat there and kept saying, why are they making this so difficult? Why are they doing this? You'd still be complaining about it. And instead mm -hmm. you activated your brain to find solutions. Our brains are processors. They either are gonna find us solutions or they're gonna find us problems. We get to direct that. And that's why mm -hmm. I talk about how words matter and the words we put in our lives have an effect. That's why my book's called that, The Word Effect. Because there are there's an effect with words. And guess what? We get to choose it. We get to choose if we have a positive or negative effect. And sometimes I have a negative effect because I start to focus on the whys. But mm -hmm. then I get to go, wait a minute, how do I figure this out for that bigger why, like you just said? And so I awesome. love the the power of choice. You know, we don't have 
a lot of say in the things that happen to us, but we have all the power in how we react to what happens to us. So we do have that choice on how we're going to react positive or negative. Yeah. Yeah. I always talk about the words you choose to put on. You have the power to choose those words. You have the power to put on words that matter, to focus on the hows instead of the whys, to focus on the cans instead of the cans. You have that power, and this is helping you become aware to it, going, oh, wait a minute, I can create my most beautiful life by just tweaking just a few things. So it makes me think of something else that happened today. And again, is it significant? No, but this is the point. The point in listening to this podcast and having these conversations is just little tweaks. And something that you said reminded me of this. So um, I'm working with a client. She has a, an employee that wants to be a 1099. And my first reaction, most people would say, no, just, just no. But instead I said, yes, if, you know, so it, and it's probably going to be a no, but it's, Yes, if you can get your own insurance and show us that you have your own workers' comp insurance, then yes, um, instead of just flat out no. So again, it's the words. Yeah. I could say yes, I could say no, or I could say yes, if, and I think we can learn a lot from that also. I do as well. When I go speaking, a lot of times I give three simple phrases and I can give this to your followers. It's a little PDF that they can download. It's called the one word way. It's three words and phrases that most of us say to ourselves on a regular basis that keep us stuck. One of them is focusing on the nose instead of like we're a, a you know, a, a focusing on the butts and all the reasons why we can't do it, you know, instead of yes and we focus on yes but and we want to focus on the yes ands, right? Yes, you can have this and you've got to do these things. Mm -hmm. and if they can't do that, then they might have to change their thinking with it but it's all about where you put your focus. And these are just simple little tweaks like you're noticing. And it gives the people the power to realize that the decision is ultimately theirs, not yours. It helps us take accountability for ourselves. Yes. So I can already tell we're not gonna get through this list of seven and, and it wasn't planned that way anyways. I didn't know you had a list of seven. It's a great no, I, I teaser. All of them here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great teaser. Plus we wouldn't have the time, but I would love to hear another one. Yeah, let me give you one more. And then if your followers wanna hear all of them, they're in the book. I'll just go with exactly the next one. I'm gonna go with the first three, but all seven of them are powerful. They all start with the letter A, but the next word that I want you to put on is accept. And accept, we can go back to your story of the Citibank card. You had to accept the situation in that moment. They weren't doing exactly what you wanted them to do, but you accepted it. And then you allowed yourself to find another solution. So you didn't just sit there and feel sorry for yourself. You kept moving forward. Now, have you ever heard of the book, Everything is Figure Outable? Yes, just two weeks ago on the podcast. I had never heard of it, just finished reading it. Fantastic book. It's the best. Yes, yeah. by Marie Forleo. Uh, as I was writing my book, I use a little bit of what she shares because very similar. She wanted to speak, she wanted to coach, she was moving forward, and she hit roadblock after roadblock. Things didn't go exactly how she wanted. And she found herself wanting to sit down and feel sorry for herself. And then she remembered this phrase that has become 
her whole brand and her whole mantra, but it's a really powerful phrase. Everything's figure outable. And I remember her sharing a story that she was trying to get on the airplane and she didn't have the right luggage and what she was trying to do. And she wanted to sit and kick her feet in the air and pout, but she said, no, everything's figure outable. And she was able to figure out her solution. So I invite people to find little phrases, find little words. And you know what? You can find them from other people. Hopefully something we've shared will make a difference in someone's life. Just like books we read. I always encourage other people to read great books because you learn from people. Listening to good podcasts, putting those words in your life make a difference. But learning to accept where you're at allows you then to create moving forward. And I'll just tease on the next words. It's abundance, taking action, appreciating, and aspiring. And all of these words help you keep moving your story forward more in a circular motion instead of linear. Oftentimes when we move forward linear, we hit a roadblock and then we just stop and it you know jolts us so much that we quit. But really, if we keep moving forward with words, it let's just create the things we've always wanted you're creating things you want and i am too because we're managing our minds choosing to focus on what we can control and we're taking those little steps absolutely so tell us how our listeners can connect with you how they can find your book do you have any um you have speaking engagements sometimes i mean i know i want more i want a lot more so tell us the different ways that we yeah. can connect Thank you. Uh, best way to get in touch with me is my website. It's becomingwithbecky.com. It's all about becoming, and I say with Becky because I just want you to join me. I'm just figuring this out every step of the way. I don't have it all figured out. I'm still figuring things out on a regular basis because every time you hit one little goal or one little accomplishment, you get a new thing of, you know, yeah. now I'm trying to, you know, get the book out. Um, when you go to the website, you can find my book there. You can also find it on Amazon. It's The Word Effect, Seven Simple Words to Create Your Most Beautiful Life. And then I'm on social media, Becoming with Becky, and you can see me there or reach out. I loved coming and speaking to different groups that are trying to instill leadership from within, mind management, how to control your thoughts to discover wellness with words. So I have several different topics that I try to speak on. And then for your listeners, if they just go to my website, there is a free download and it's called the one word way and they can just click on that, give me their information and I'll send them. It's it's a little ebook and it's free. And it's like I said, three simple words and how to change these words in your life. Oftentimes we're using toxic words that we don't even realize. And the toxicity of them is that they hold us back because they make us focus on the things we can't control instead of focusing on what we can. So just by starting to put on simple changes in your words, I promise is gonna make a difference in your life. It does take consistency, but you can do that if you're ready to change. Thank you so much, Becky. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I've loved the conversation and all of the insights that, that you have. Um, I'm looking forward to connecting outside of this podcast, and I hope that the listeners will do the same. There's so much value in what you have to offer. So thank oh, you for that. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And, and I just want to sign off. My name is Jen McAllister, the host, also the owner of Rise CPA and Accountants. Until next time, friends. <laughs>